This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks Shit Six Era podcast. We are live tonight. We are live tonight. And with me, as always, my buddy, of course, my pal, the man with the plan, the one and only, the one and only John Malika. Before we ask John how he's doing and get into some of this Knicks action, you already know what to do. If you listen to this podcast and you haven't already subscribed, please make sure to do so. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. We're also partnered with Fanside and Minute Media. So if you want to find this podcast on the interwebs, we're also on the Daily Knicks and the Jet Press. If you're tuned in right now, you know we have a YouTube channel, so make sure to subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. When you watch a video, especially this one, hit the like button. Leave a comment. Add to the conversation. The chat's going to be open, so engage with us. We'll answer some questions and whatnot as we go along. And while you're over at this po- at this YouTube channel, we got another podcast partnered with Minute Media, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, our boy co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport possible and give you their takes on where to place your bets. So if you need to put money down the line because you love sports and you're a wagering person, got to check these guys out. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. John, my main man, what's going on, bro? We're live tonight. We got Nick's Summer League. We thought it would only be right to go live, discuss what we've seen so far through Summer League, do a little watch along, you know, Maybe max up until uh, until halftime. We'll see if we can actually make it because we got to get up. We got to get up. And we got day jobs tomorrow. We're 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 beat. But hey, it is what it is, man. How you doing today? Well, forget all that, Alex. It might be a blowout by then. <laughs> this Knicks summer league team, man. The way they start off these games is going on crazy runs. It's eleven zero right now uh, with back to back set up three assists by our boy Jericho Sims. One to McBride. One to Grimes. Farron Hunt got one too. I mean, dude, I I'm so excited that the two standouts right now are Jericho Sims and Quentin Grimes, players who actually have a spot in the Tibbs Knicks rotation. There's I hate Sean right now on the, on our TV screen as we speak. I mean, things are going good right now, Knicks. I know you asked me how how I am. I'm doing great. We'll, we'll get into the Jets controversy on the next Jets episode. <laughs> 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 Yo, it's one it's one thing to turn on to to log into Twitter and and have like Nick's Nick's whatever Nick's going on, but then war. <laughs> yeah, but then you then you have Jets Twitter just being blown up because apparently and I, allegedly 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 we'll Zach talk about Wilson, it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. All. It's just we'll interesting. What, if you don't know, just just do a search for Zach Wilson and, and you'll and you'll get all that information. So. Yeah, man. But hey, John, we got summer league going on right now. Knicks are out in front, uh, 11-0. They're just beating the brakes off the Portland Trailblazers. Same way they started against the Chicago Bulls last night. Oh. Toughest game they probably had was against the Golden State Warriors, but that was only for a half where you had Quentin Grimes and Deuce McBride show up in the third quarter. And then 
put it to rest with Jericho Sims. That's our big three in summer league so far. So <laughs> let's just talk that. about let's just talk about this summer league team, man. Let's just talk about the sophomores. Um, I'm going to start off with Quentin Grimes because two games, 24 points. First night, he shot 38% from the field. Yesterday, kid was just dynamo, had the sniper. He pulled it out, attacking people. He was showing off his playmaking. The defense is still there. There's, I said it, man. I said, if, there, if, there, if, this, if there we're getting playmaking with Quentin Grimes, plus his shooting, plus the defense that we already know about, there's no way this kid can't be in the starting rotation. He has to be in the starting rotation. I don't care. It's it. That's it. Sorry, M48. If you're on this team, got to be on the bench. This kid needs to be in the rotation. Starting lineup, he's got to get some major minutes. What do you? What have you thought about Quentin Grimes so far before I give you my thoughts? I mean, you know how hyped we were even before the summer league started about Quentin Grimes. He's been our guy since day one. He really has reminded me of a mini Allen Houston. And I know that's high praise. But when you go down to the numbers, it really, I mean, it's not that high of a praise. <laughs> it's really fine. Quentin Grimes could be Alan Houston at some point in his career. And he's honestly a really good defender, too. And when you say we want Grimes in the starting lineup, it's the first thing people want to do is start getting on Evan Fournier. But this is not a Evan Fournier problem. It's just different skill sets. We, we would rather, and we, meaning the New York Knicks, would rather have Fournier his offense off the bench and keep Grimes defending as a shooting guard and popping threes. You know what I'm saying? If, if Jalen Brunson needs someone to hit threes, Quentin Grimes can hit spot up threes. You know what I mean? Fournier is good at creating his own shot, right? That step back, you know, fadeaway three that he, that he loves to hit. That's a creation. That's really important in the second unit. I mean, right now he's getting big in the summer league, you know, taking him to the hole right now, up 13, little shove on two people. I mean, he's getting, he's, He's really improving. I'm really happy to see him not wearing a knee brace. That that's really exciting me. And and he's running full speed, obviously. So just didn't know Quentin Grimes. He really looks like he's going to be the starting shooting guard, and that really excites me, man. Jalen Brunson, Quentin Grimes, and R.J. Barrett is a really really nice one, two, three. Yeah, man, absolutely. And I think you know you kind of hit it spot on. I mean, we're seeing Quentin Grimes, right? We're seeing him attack. Attack the rim. We're seeing him shoot. We're seeing him play off ball. All the stuff that you want in a shooting guard, and the, his skill set is just something that you can you can utilize while you have ball dominant players like R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson on the court. You don't need another guy like Evan Fournier in the starting rotation who is just going to demand the ball and needs the ball to you know has to put the ball on the floor to get into rhythm, right? Quentin Grimes is a catch-and-shoot guy. He can put the ball on the floor a little bit if he needs to. You see how he's stacking the rim in Summer League. Hopefully that translates to the NBA season. But the fact that he can cut, he's willing to move off ball, he can. He probably could do something similar to the Clay Thompson role because Jalen Brunson is a smaller guy and take on the more difficult defender because he does. he's not going to be needed to be, do a lot of playmaking. I, it just feels like that makes more sense than Evan Fournier in the starting rotation if Evan Fournier is on this team. So I think he's earning it right now. I don't see how you can, especially what we saw last season too. I feel like we were also asking for Quentin Grimes, but you know, it's the whole Tom Thibodeau. He's a rookie. He's got to earn his stripes. Well, he's not a rookie anymore. Rookie anymore. He's a sophomore. He's earning his stripes. We're seeing after one game, after not playing since he injured his knee towards the end of the season against the Miami Heat, he struggled a little bit, but now you got this game, 
You got the previous game. He was looking good. And dude, he is shooting even farther than NBA range threes. Like the way he was shooting against the Bulls, I don't know if it was just because the Bulls were just crap, but he he was going off, bro. And he's, I don't know. I don't, it's just at the end of the day, there's no way you can keep this kid with the second, second unit. You need him in the starting rotation. Yeah, so I mean, one of my one of my favorite aspects of this Knicks team right now is the fact that not only are the players showing up at summer league because that's kind of happening around the league, but also our executives and all of our coaches are there, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. shout out to our our the the coach for the summer league right now. He uh, he's he's doing he's doing really well, and you could see him being passionate and running the Tibbs defense. And honestly, Sims and I know we're gonna get to Sims, but. I mean, I guess we'll stick with Grimes. He's earning minutes right now. Like they're they're, show, they're showing Chauncey Billups right now. Who you know he's he, he's on he's the head coach for the Blaze. He's you know in the staff of the Blazers. I wonder if this is so huge and it's such a good lesson to learn because we 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 love to talk about how stingy Tibbs is and how he doesn't learn and how he's a hundred years old. This guy's at summer league games watching rookies play, and guess what? Grimes is going to get minutes off of how he's playing, and you better believe that Jericho Sims is also going to get minutes based on how he's playing, man. Uh, like the, the Knicks right now are throwing another no no hitter, right? <laughs> like still no field goals with five minutes left in the first quarter. It's unbelievable, man. Uh, I I really think that we have finally developed. It took a while. Right, it really took a while because we were doing the whole triangle thing in Westchester and the, and the triangle thing, you know, with us too. We finally developed a system where we have a minor league Knicks, and it's the same exact system, and players could actually develop there and go up. Right, and I I, I can no longer not talk about it, but 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 the the two way conversion from Sims now he's our real player and he played, you know, he was barely drafted in the second round. Played in Westchester, and now he's here. I mean, what do you think about Sims, man? What do you think about this Sims come up? You know how much I love the centers. You know how much Sims is. I mean, he's he's, he's doing everything I I ever needed in, in, in a starting five. Uh, I know it's summer league. I'm trying to keep my expectations as low as possible. However, him playing that free safety position last year is really what you know is dry is the driving force here. Yeah, man. I mean, he played 41 games last season. I mean, he didn't get to play a lot. Most of it was just, you know, garbage time until the end of the season when he finally got some run because Mitchell Robinson Mitchell Robinson was out. Taj Gibson was, you know, they're like, all right, Taj, we got we got to bring Sims in and get some run. Noel was MIA for most of the season. So when he did get run, it was limited. But towards the end, you saw what he was able to offer, right? You see how he's able to guard the perimeter. He's able to switch. Uh it, those are aspects of playing center that's so key to this game, especially when you get guys like Chet Holgram coming to the league who can show sh- shades of KD or could be playing center or power forward. And a guy who's 6'10, 7 feet, like Mitch, like Jericho, you know, having guys like that that can go guard out on the perimeter in the pick and roll, very useful. But Jericho, since man, I mean, how can you not like? He looks like he's been a little more 
technically sound. We're seeing him boxing out better than he was last season. We're seeing him, uh, you know, just grabbing boards, getting himself into position, setting better screens. Even though he wasn't bad at setting screens, it seems like he's setting like stone wall screens where guys are like running into him and he's legit causing the defender to truly trail whatever guard is able to go to the hole. So you see Jericho is getting better that way. He's not going to be the offensive rebounder that Mitch is. Mitch is just elite in that category. You see how he's able to just be ready in the dunkers in the dunker spot. But the one thing I do he like jumps so high, man. He can he can get into the offensive board game. He can he can jump into Mitch territory. I re- I really believe that. I don't know, man. Mitch is Mitch is elite. He's elite. Mitch, is, Mitch, Mitch is elite at offensive. It's tough to I be agree. an elite offensive rebounder, but he can be a good offensive rebounder. The thing that that Sims does that Mitch has not shown is a face of game and a back to the basket move that we saw last last night, last evening against the Chicago Bulls. The fact that he faced up the center, drove to the hole, and then did another face up, put his back to the basket, gave a little shimmy with a with a right handed hook. You know, you, you're these speaking are just my small love things. language. You're this speaking my love stuff. language, man. And he's passing, and he's put, and he's pushing the break, and he dribbles. Yeah, pushing he's literally he's pushing the break. Like, but think you're about, starting to see the athleticism from feel, him, and this is like the cool stuff. This is the cool stuff you, you want to see. Think about how you feel when Mitch Robinson gets the board and takes like three dribbles versus how you feel when Jericho Sims grabs the board and takes it all the way to like the opposite, you know, arc, like the three point line on the other side. Feels great. I, I don't mind him running a transition ball. And that's huge from your five, man. That's really huge. I, I don't. He's not going to cross people up. You know, I don't expect him to set up pick and rolls himself. But, but typically, I, like typically honestly, is he is he jumping into? Is he gonna? Are we gonna have a controversy with Jericho Sims not getting enough minutes? I'm honestly right now calling that. If if there's any gripes with rebounding with our big men. We're going to be screaming this year for Jericho Sims. I, I truly believe that. Maybe, maybe not. I think that's all dependent on how Mitch comes into this season. You know, I, I mean, if you're paying Mitch, you have to have some faith that he's coming in here and continues to get better under a developmental staff that we didn't have his first two seasons. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I think if anything, it might be Isaiah Hartenstein where people want Sims over Hartenstein. That might be the bigger thing, but who knows? We'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. I mean, Look, Mitch just got the contract. Sims's deal, right, is uh, he's getting six million, and the way that's broke out is one point six the first year, one point nine the following year, and his last year is two point one. But the last two years are par- partially guaranteed, and the third year is a team option. So you know, it's, it, it's nice interesting contract. that it's a nice contract for the Knicks, but when I when you look at how like they assigned Mitch and how they gave him a more Meteor con a meaty contract, right? Like it's it's pretty hardy. It's not because Mitch had essentially the same thing, but the difficulty with having such small contracts means you need to add stuff if you want to go trade for another player. So if you want to trade Mitch, you had to go get someone who had either a similar contract or you're putting together a a, a more complete, not a complete, but a larger package in order to move Mitch to make him the focal point because he just has a smaller contract. Now with you know earning averaging 20 million a year we'll see get more details on the contract number when it comes out that's another contract that you can just go trade and that's just more movable instead of just having some guys on, on lower salary and that might be the case it might not be this season but they may be thinking that say that with Hartenstein, he could be on the block at some point too because it's just a more hardier contract but i think that's what the way they're thinking they got insurance with jericho sims it's going to be interesting man he's got he's got three years 
I'm interested to see what happens with him within the with this three year contract because yeah. it's either you believe in Mitch, Mitch might get traded, or Sims, or you think Sims whoa, going to be that whoa, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's our new shiny toy, even though we resigned it. I feel like Mitch is our new shiny toy. This new Mitch, we have positive press finally coming from not Mitch's camp. I think this is the first time ever, literally, right? We have the, the fact that he came to the Knicks is to do with his relationships with the young players and the staff. I mean, literally, that's the first positive thing I've heard from him since, oh my God, there's a second round pick that we think is going to be good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So I, I, I'm, I'm ready for the Mitch Robinson era where he's comfortable. He doesn't have to do too much. I'm just, I'm so hyped about Sims. We're watching this game right now. And let's just keep it at the end of the bench, right? Because we converted Sims, but now we have another guy, right? We got Hunt now. We got Farron Hunt. We didn't know much about him. Uh, we're getting a big glimpse of him, man, this summer league. Do, how do you feel about Hunt? I know, I know he's at the end of the bench, but I mean, as Grimes goes up here with the reverse layup right now, up 24 to nine. With a minute left in the first quarter. We're going to the chip, baby. We're, the Knicks are getting the chip, baby. I want this uh, ring you know so what? bad. But you know what? This is probably why they got Richard Jefferson coming in the second half. They're like, whoa, 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 Second whoa, whoa. quarter, bro. I'm I'm ready. I'm, that's oh, why, the that, second that's quarter? Part, I thought, part of, oh, my God. I think it's just the second quarter. I'm, the I'm fix, really happy the that fix we're is in. Here. The fix is we, in. We have, to, we have to discuss each and every play, dissect what Richard Jefferson is doing, especially because it's on mute. So we're not, we're not, we're not um, influenced. <laughs> by by the commentators, so I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for Richard Jefferson to be refing. I think that's pretty cool. A little WWE uh, special guest ref, but celebrity death about- match type style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what do you think about Farron Hunt, man? I, you're the Westchester guy, so I know I, you're, you're wearing the Westchester shirt. So he's gonna be, he's gonna have some games there too. Uh, if all goes wrong, he'll get minutes with the New York Knicks. So let's hope that he doesn't really get much time with the New York Knicks uh, this year. But what do you, how do you feel about Hunt, man? I like him, man. I think, you know, it's fine that he's on a two-way contract. The way he played in the first game, it's a man who wanted to be on the main roster, you know, getting you 17 points, seven steals. He was just on fire. And Today, too, that- man. Today, too, already. First quarter, he's killing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing I like about him is that, you know, shout out to our guy, CK2K. He called it right. It's just a poor man's Trevor Ariza as of right now <laughs> because of his length, the way he's able to jump the passing lanes, how he's able to attack the rim in transition. So that means that that's we're gonna just, trade him. Oh, <laughs> that's rough. But I like the I like what he's showing on the court. I mean, the thing that you want to see from him is that is he capable of shooting? Like he's did that a little bit, but he didn't really connect. But you know, you can still use guys like this at the NBA level to just jumpstart an offense, right? I mean, you look at guys like Tony Allen, who were not really offensive guys. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Hunt will be Tony Allen. But what I am saying is that guys who just are good at defense, who are able to jump passing lanes, who get out in transition, just get you layups, is just a way to put the opposing team on edge because that means they have to think a little bit more when making that next pass. That means they have to think a little bit more what what play they want to they want to run next. You know, because they have to focus on where this player is, especially if you're someone like Fran Hunt, who's just jumping passing lanes and tallying up all these steals. So it'll be. I would like to see him get a little bit of NBA action just to see if he can translate it because what he's doing right now is making it look like child's play. So I want, I, I don't think it's, it's an uphill climb just because the position he plays, he's power forward. There's guys ahead of him that, you know, <laughs> Obi Toppin needs all the minutes because we got to evaluate Obi Toppin. So whatever spare, spare minutes that hunt can get if when Obi's getting enough, 
to come in. That that'd be awesome. And you also got Julius Randle, who's at the top of the at the top of the food chain. So it will be tough for him, man. So getting all the reps in Westchester will be key for him to continue his development. But I also wanted to get on. You kind of sip on our guy because we. I mean, I do want to hear your thoughts about Front Hunt. So I'll I'll I'll, I'll ask you that. I'll get your thoughts before I move on to Deuce McBride because Deuce has been showing been been showing out this this summer league as well. Yeah, no, as he forces another turnover, uh, as we speak, he uh, tell me you got this assist. Uh, like he's so good right now, dude. And I wonder if he's now officially buried, uh, McBride. Uh, I'll start with Hunt. Hunt again he's a sec- he's a two way guy the two way guys on the new york knicks is who we fall in love with right the new york knicks fans fall in love with the last guys on their bench because of the summer league because of westchester right like we like marshall for a little bit right that was fun right we had his stories of like him going to westchester playing a game taking a cab you know playing two games in one day like like that excites us right he gets a rebound gets a put back we're hyped so I'm excited for for that aspect of Hunt. Again, if he plays, things have gone terribly wrong for the New York Knicks. But I have I have hopes for him, man. I think if Sims played last year early, it would have been a disaster too. As much of a disaster as the Knicks were, it would have been an even bigger disaster if Sims, our two-way guy, was getting real minutes early. You know what I mean? So I, I feel it's the same way. It, I think he's better than Iggy. Brisdakis, right? Because he was our last guy on the two-way uh, that didn't get signed, right? Because of Sims. I think he's going to be better than that. I'm excited to see. I mean, let in this hypothetical world, if one of our power forwards gets traded for for a non-power forward, I could see Hans getting some minutes at the end there. I, I, I wouldn't be. I'm not going to be like, oh my god, who is this scrub? Mm-hmm. I kind of had that feeling about uh, about our rookie. <laughs> right after game one, I'm like, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, this this could be bad for us. He really needs to sit. So for uh, you know, we'll get to that at the end here. But for Hunt, I don't feel that way. Uh, he he could play, you know, some spare, very spare minutes at the end, and I'm not going to be, you know, totally freaking out. And right now we got Richard Jefferson uh, checking in to be the the ref. Okay, we got making uh, his ref debut. Yeah, Live we got here Port- on Knicks Jets, etc. We got Portland bringing the ball up. <laughs> We got Potter. You know, we got Potter Potter on the on the court right now, who, who who's doing a good job, like boxing out right now. Didn't get the he's rebound. The baseline ref. Jefferson's a baseline ref, so he's not gonna get. He's not gonna have much to do. Well, thank God. I mean, I think it would be a little rough to give him sideline duties and, and have him <laughs> as the main guy. You want that to be the more seasoned, uh, savvy ref. But hey, I do <clears throat> look as we got Portland bringing the ball up. We got Keels, Keels, We got Keels out there defending. You did ask about Keels. The thing, I, the thing about Keels is that he's just so raw, man. His shot is just—it's so hit or miss. The one thing I do like is that he's able to get around the quarter pretty quickly. He's able to defend pretty well. He's able to—he's able—he showed some playmaking chops, especially like doing outlet passes and getting guys active. Good call, that Richard way. Jefferson. Good call. Good call. <laughs> out of bounds, giving us the ball when it really wasn't ours. <laughs> Let's go. But I think Kill's gonna need a lot of time. Hey, there's Sean. There's I hate Sean out there. All right, Kill's just gonna need. Oh, he got overturned. Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah, I, I think you're a little ahead of me. I, I, I see. Like, yeah, he's screaming at Richard Jefferson. That's so. Yeah. I wonder if they're talking about it on the broadcast that uh, Richard Jefferson actually brought up 
I hate Sean on the on, unsolicited uh, on one of the last episodes. It has to be, man. I feel like they know that internally, and that I feel like that's like that's all flying around. Well, they posted him too. They Shout did. Shout out to I hate Sean, man. Yeah. Shout out to I hate Staying away from does the controversy on Nick's Twitter as well. Killing does, it these days. Does uh does great work over at the Knicks wall. Um but get his hoodie, impossible. I actually did. It's on the way. Yeah. Looks great. Cool. I got a guy in the Knicks colors. Uh yeah. but yeah, for Keels, he's gonna need a lot of time in the G League. I think that's why they signed him to a one year deal because it's it will be an uphill battle for him too to get some minutes minutes at the guard position. And just coming in, we we've just read so much and heard so much that his position in the NBA is not really guaranteed. It's not locked. So he has to figure out where he's going to fit into the NBA world. So I could see why the Knicks, one, gave him a one-year two-way deal just in case, you know, they find that somebody else. It's just the Knicks' youth is just so stacked right now. There's just a, a lot of other players that need to get evaluated before him. So unless he shows out, I think I don't really see – it's tough. I'm starting to, I'm starting not to think that Keel is going to be a long-term solution, even though, or not even necessarily a solution, but he's going to be part of this team for long-term based on the, the contract that they gave him. I think this is just like, all right, we'll use the second round pick this year, bring him in. If he shows something, if he starts to show even more flashes, we'll put him on a two-way two -way deal the following year. But I think he's getting one year to try out and then he might just hop around, which I think is the more likely outcome for him. But as of right now, the kid's hustling. Uh, I like that he's able to stay focused in the game, even when his shot's not hitting. That's kind of like the Duke player mentality. You know, RJ has it. Um, That's a big reason for me it? to go to Westchester this year. Like if, I'm, if I want to watch the Westchester Knicks, I'm going to watch him. I'm, I'm probably going to watch McBride. I wonder where he's going to – if he's still going to be kind of making rounds back and forth. I wonder, honestly. I, I want to get into that. And Hunt. I'm, I'm ex like, And probably Montero too, right? Those, those are going to be really fun Westchester guys to really keep an eye on all year. Gene Montero, I mean, he's on Exhibit 10. I think the Knicks are probably going to wave him and then put him on the Westchester yeah. and have the rights to do so. McBride's the other one, man. Uh, as we just have a nice pan, you might be a little bit behind me, but a nice pan at Richard Jefferson just looking at the yeah. court. Right yeah, I see. Looking at the court. Well, they're probably talking about him. They are probably talking about him. Uh, number 77, if you're all tuning in wondering what ref number he is, it's number 77. That's one. Just, just, just a side note, Alex. That's one of my favorite things to do at Knicks games. When instead of yelling like you know curse words or anything at the ref or expletives, which is just going to get you in hot water, it's not going to do anything. You might even get kicked out for it. The best thing to do is just find the ref's number and just shout out his number. And be like, "Yo, seventy-seven, you suck!" Like that's my favorite. That's my favorite thing to do. Do they even know anyway. the numbers like that? Do you think they? Yeah, even I think they do. I, I, they, I think, think they. they do? Do, I think they really do. You know what I mean? So if they hear their number, they're like, "Oh crap!" Like they're talking to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say their first name. I'm not gonna like scream out like, "Hey yeah. Ed!" <laughs> you know? Makes sense. And we just have Quentin Grimes deflecting a pass out of bounds, and it's still Portland ball. Portland gets it in. We're in that big we bus seventy-seven referee jersey, bro. We see Sims. Guarding with who is number four? Oh, with Hunt out on the perimeter. Sims drops down, but Portland makes a shot. Now we got oh, Gene free, Montero bringing the ball up. Our free safety, bro. I really love Sims, man. I really love Sims. It's so interesting how Gene just passed it right back to Sims before they passed half court just to let Sims bring the ball. Having that type of trust in a center just to bring the ball up because it was just known that centers bring the ball up is just like, oh, cookies, just easy steals left and right. 
But hey, you got to hit that Grimes. Is, he needs to. He needs to. But yo, Sims on the offensive board. I know he didn't get it, but he's there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He, he, I, I really do think he knows he how to crash into that. Yeah, he knows how to crash. And every defensive about, board is his, obviously. Let's talk about Deuce McBride for a second because that's my boy, man. I love the way that he's been showing out in summer league. He's been he's been showing that he can get the assist. His scoring has been pretty efficient, uh, especially last night. It was very efficient. It just stinks that he's on a three-year contract. He's going to a second year of his contract, and he won't have that many opportunities to play point guard or may even touch even to touch the court because it's just been said all around. He's you got Brunson who's going to start. You know that. You got quickly. You got Derrick Rose, and then Deuce McBride. Unless somehow Derrick Rose is just stuck to the bench, which I highly doubt because Tom Thibodeau is the head coach and that's his boy. It's another guy with an uphill battle to get some minutes. He may get it spot minutes here and there because D Rose may miss some time, but I'm liking what I've seen out of Deuce McBride during the summer league, but I just don't think He's going to get that many opportunities. As we have Gene Montero kicking it out to Ferron Hunt. Ferron Hunt doesn't knock it down. And Portland gets the rebound. So, what do you feel about Deuce McBride, though, man? What do you feel about it? I, I, I agree with you. However, my question back to you is, do you think we're doing a disservice to McBride, or do you think that's kind of where he belongs right now? Ah. <sighs> Because I'm honest, I'll be honest with you. I'm leaning more towards we're doing a disservice to him and to us, right? Like if we're talking last year, if we're all crying about how we need IQ to play, that that really should be the same with McBride over D Rose. Or if we're talking crying about how we need Obi over Randall, you know what I'm saying? Like D Rose mm-hmm. at the end of his career, we're obviously not winning the NBA championship. Definitely going to win the Summer League Championship. Oh, that's <laughs> the way this next team's You know who we might face in, in the finals? OKC, because they got that, Josh Giddy. <laughs> I, would, I would love to watch that, man. I, this, this OKC team is, is 100% going to be my number one team that, on what about NBA Pistons, League Pass. Man? What about Pistons? You know, Pistons are always my, my, my team. Even when, when they got dark, the truth be told, when they got Darko, I thought, I thought they were going all the way because of him. I was right. But for the wrong reason, <laughs> um, I do love this Pistons team. Hey, yo, did you see Isaiah Stewart hit that three, turning into a stretch five? But wasn't he known for doing that in college? I feel like he was known for oh, shooting. Oh, in college, yeah. yeah, in college, in college, yeah but yes. not in the NBA. Well, Mitch yeah, Robinson, because they haven't really Mitch given Robinson, him that opportunity to do that, though. Dude, Mitch Robinson shoots corner threes all day long. I wonder if he's going to start getting those opportunities as well. We'll see, man. We'll see. But yo, let's shout out Nick's media. Shout out to Richie because he's in the chat. We got Nick Strike back. Shout out to you for being in the chat. And Kep Giggles, shout out to you for being in the chat. Uh, Kep Giggles adding to the Deuce McBride conversation saying McBride can play too deep at guard, though, which is. But, but that's what I'm saying. Are, are we doing something wrong here? Because he could be he could be a, 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 a poor man's or maybe a little bit better, honestly, than Marcus Smart. Right, he could be like he could be our, our our poor man's version of Marcus Smart. So if we leave him, we're gonna eventually lose him. Is that worth it for the last couple of years of D Rose? Probably that, not. <laughs> Probably yeah, damn, not. That's tough. That's a tough dilemma to be in, honestly. As I, a Knicks I, fan. I love D Rose. I'm part of that Rose Hive, man. I think I think the right 
it, even though it hurts my heart to say it, I think the right decision for all for all the young guys is to move Derrick Rose. But the thing is, like, you do need some sort of veteran leadership, and you don't have Taj anymore. I wouldn't put on Randall. Evan Fournier, not part of this team. The thing is, at least Tibbs, Rose, you know that point guard connection, the extension of the coach. You stop this Fournier slander right now. I think he is part of this team this year. I think he's going to be huge for this team. I think he'll be here until unless they get a good deal. And if that be the tra- trade deadline, because a team needs a guy coming out of the bench, that's what's going to happen. If we're the fifth, if we're in the playoffs, in the top six playoffs, or right, so it's going to be like a fifth or sixth max by the trade deadline, and we trade Evan Fournier, I'm going to actually be mad. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing that out there right now. I, I know this is like a, a hot take somehow that the guy who set the Knicks record for me threes is relegated to the bench and that's not enough. Like we have to get rid of him. He's, he's the worst thing we've ever seen. I don't know, man. I, I think he's going to be really good with a point guard. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I have, I have really good inclinations that he's going to have a great time with IQ. Everybody's telling me that IQ is deserving to be the starting point guard. It's going to be IQ and Fournier, two people who could start on any team. Mm-hmm. Like what's the issue? I, I, for me, I, I'm excited about that. To me, that doesn't scream we we should we need to trade. To me, that screams we ha- we finally have a second unit. I mean, we'll see what happens. I would like to see the as you know, it's like Cam Reddish. This is the whole D. Forget Cam Reddish. Went to the whole this. Forget Cam Forget. Reddish. Wow, you're just listen. Woo. I like him. You know, uh, I, I, as as a basketball fan, I like Cam Reddish. I liked him on Duke. I liked him on Atlanta, especially the way he gets deals and the way he D's up and the way he misses corner threes. It's all fun. It's all fun. It's all, it's, all, it's, all, it's all part of Cam Reddish. As we had, as we had a, a mid-range turnaround jumper by Jericho Sims with another Nasty. back to the basket move. Man, he's moving quick with his back to the basket. He's giving that little shimmy with the head with the head fake and then turning around and putting the ball up. Look, if Jericho Sims starts to develop a jumper, he's the guy back trying to box out. The shot went in. But I just want to make a point, a, a, a really important point right now. Four minutes left in this in the second quarter. It's 28-28. What is the plus minus for the Portland Trailblazers with Richard Jefferson as the referee? Does anyone, I mean, can anyone tell me that? I mean, as of right now, hold up. I can give you something. I can give you not the tighter. It's ridiculous, man. This is ridiculous. Rig plus minus. Summer league is rigged. They don't want us to have a ring, Alex. They're making fun of us for wanting a ring, and they don't want us to get a ring. They can do as of right now. Gets referee. As of right now, the starting Trailblazers uh, unit has the uh, Garza has minus (laughs) ten. Williams has minus three. Brown has minus seven. Watford has minus three. Johnson has minus five. So I think you get an idea. Richard Jefferson's like plus 17. This man really doesn't <laughs> want to see Knicks fans happy. He really doesn't. He really doesn't. It's disgusting. I, I actually love this. This is, a, this is a nice rivalry to have. It would be really funny if Richard Jefferson just becomes a real referee. That'd be hilarious. No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. They need the, no, no, the next no, Scott no, no, Foster, no, 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 no. man. No. That's a, we got no. Scott Foster. Please. Oh, they, need a, they need a new guy. Wait until Scott Foster's gone. We can't have Scott Foster, Richard Jefferson, and whoever, I, I forget what her name is, that has all those terrible calls against us, especially when we're down in Miami. Those three, absolutely the worst when it comes to like Knicks and refereeing. 
please keep them far away. Absolutely far away. But look at this. You got Jericho Sims with the Eurostep driving and finishing. Wow. Get and the and one. This is amazing. Amazing. From so your good, center. Man. From your center, so your six ten center. He's everything I want in a center, man. I'm 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 gonna be I, I and he's a, he's 45 too, which is my oh man, such a good number for jerseys. I might I might it might happen. I'm telling you. I'm I'm gonna be at the garden way too many times. I, I might walk out of there one time with a 45 Sims. Maybe like a hoodie. Maybe like a 45 I really need these Sims. Summer, I really need these Summer League jerseys, though. Dude, I really like them. It's this weird mix of the Westchester Knicks and the New York Knicks jerseys. It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can see. I can see. I can see where you're going for with that. The, like, I, it, I, I really don't like look really Knicks quick. Jersey. It looks like Westchester, especially because the names are on the bottom and the back. Uh, I feel yeah because on the lower back yeah I feel you I feel you. <sighs> we got Rob Clark in the chat. Shout out to Rob Clark. He's asking how's Jean Montero looking? Can't see the game at a conference. I mean Montero has been pretty much status quo as he has been the last couple of games. He gets the ball. He can either finish the layup, jump shot. His really hasn't been there this entire time. Showing some decent playmaking, not racking up the assist that we'd like to see him get, but he has that vision to navigate tight spaces. So he looks good. I think it's just going to be another, we're, we're just talking another G League prospect at this point, uh, which for him stinks because this was, we we're talking about a late, uh, a, a, a end of the first round lottery pick potentially. He was talked about as being like one of the top guards to be drafted at points throughout the season, but that injury during the combine out in Chicago really threw him back. So that's why I went undrafted. And for all, for those who haven't seen Bleacher Report has him as the number one undrafted prospect. And so far, like when you watch him handle the rock, it's been pretty solid. And for a guy who's on the lighter side, he's defense very well too. He just needs time to get that shot going. And I think people are a little concerned because he came down, came out of overtime elite unknown territory right now for, for gauging prospects. It's a, it's a TBD for that league at the moment, but I like what Montero's showing, but it's not enough to, I would say, justify a two-way contract, but it is justifiable to go, you know, wave him off the Exhibit 10 and then put him down to Westchester and let him go train there and have the opportunities to go earn some minutes and potentially a two-way contract in the future. And I think, if anything, that's where I look at Keels and I look at Montero is that if they see one of those two towards the end of the season, if Montero isn't called up, which I think would be very, very, very unlikely to happen. I think that's where you could see the Knicks using the two-way contract next season. If they like what they're seeing out of Montero and put him on the two-way contract and let him to continue to develop and still have his rights as a player. Speaking of rights as a player, uh, I guess we should mention that, the Detroit Pistons, Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, and two second-round picks plus cash is official. As NBA rules, the CBA has it. You have to get something back. And it was more underwhelming than we ever could have imagined. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a future top 55 protected second-round pick from the Detroit Pistons, <laughs> which I, I really don't think is going to hit. And... and also, Nikola Radicevich, uh, he, he was drafted uh, 57, ironically, by uh, 
Denver a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just been getting moved around. So really underwhelming there. I guess the only reason why it matters is we've been talking a little bit about Fournier. This means that the sign trade is not happening. Uh, Jalen Brunson, I probably tomorrow or in a couple of days is going to be signed to cap space. Do you see any major, any more major moves coming here, man? Whether it's from the summer league, whether it's for free agency, whether it's a trade. Nope. I think this is truly an evaluation year. I think the Knicks, it's, it doesn't stink. It's just, it's just tough because you want to run it back after you just made the playoffs. You, 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 how can you tell a fan base saying, Hey, we just made the playoffs. We're just going to strip this roster clean and then go evaluate our young guys. Now they're doing that. A lot of these guys like IQ and OB, they're in their third year. So you really need to go see what they got. You got Cam Reddish before he leaves. If you want to go evaluate him, you got RJ Barrett about to, you know, this is the last year of his rookie contract before he gets an extension. So a lot of guys you got to evaluate. McBride's in the second of his third year of his three-year contract. You just put Sims. So you got some time with Sims. Grimes is in the second year of his four-year contract. So a lot of guys you got to evaluate. A lot of guys. I hate a Sean lot. is chirping RJ right now. Yo. And now Tibbs is laughing at RJ. Everyone <laughs> everyone is kind of throwing shade at RJ right now. This is great. I love that I hate Sean is taking over ESPN right now. This is fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely amazing! Oh my god, this is just great. Um, can, I, can I say? Can I say one uh, another really great thing about summer league? And I want to really enjoying. We, we started off with this, and this is not to put one of our players down to to, to you know to raise one up, but I'm just so impressed with how Grimes has been playing and handling the summer league as he just bombs another three right now mm-hmm. uh, to go up 35 31 with two minutes left in the second. The fact that IQ just couldn't get it together for the summer league, and we kind of saw how that bled into at least the first half of last year before he kind of picked it up a little bit. Yes, I'm excited about Grimes, man. I'm not. I know we're talking about him being in the starting lineup, but the fact that he's able to just go into the summer league and you know, as basketball players, right? No matter how amateur it is, when you play with worse basketball players or like against worse teams, you play bad. You know what I mean? You can't get into the rhythm. It kind of throws everything off. So that's probably why IQ really couldn't become this, you know, point guard that he thought he was going to, you know, walk in and try to be last summer league. And I, I really think that's what that's what's really impressing me about Grimes. I mean, McBride, I'm not giving him that prop because he he lives with these guys. He li- Like, this is the Westchester guys. This is a G League. You know what I'm saying? This is the type mm-hmm. of play. He kills them. I expect him to get 35 a game because that's what he gets every game. Kind mm-hmm. of with Sims, too. But I'm really excited that Grimes is able to work off his knee injury. He's able to he's able to adjust. Dude, there was games last year with the New York Knicks that if when Grimes wasn't playing, we're like, all right, like there's almost no chance here because we're not going to have any defenders, right? It would be like Burks, Fournier. That would be our starting lineup. Man, going from Burks, Fournier to Brunson and Grimes with Fournier off the bench is just – it, it, it looks so minute, you know, to the average fan. Like, oh, my God, the Knicks did nothing this year. We're just going to suck again. Just that change right there. Plus, hopefully, a change in attitude for Randall, which obviously has to happen. There's really – there's only going up from here, right? Uh, I think it could add, like, seven to ten wins, man. I know that sounds crazy. But I, re- I really do just think on, on paper that adds seven to ten wins. 
Could possibly. That's right now. Hold on. We got we got a foul uh, called against. <laughs> Look at Jefferson calling. Yeah, Jefferson's calling the foul, which is uh, calling against the Portland Trailblazers. It's uh, Knicks basketball, and I think it was based on if I caught it, it was Grimes attacking and then getting fouled in the process, going to the rim. So. Look, it's this is a tight game, actually. I don't know how it's so tight for 36-35. Knicks are up. Ooh, Grimes misses the first shot at the line. I'll tell you how it's up, man. They put in the WWE guest referee. Oh my goodness gracious. He's gonna, you know, so he's taps, like there's a, Look at him. He's got that smirk right now. He's got that smirk with the whistle on his Oh my goodness. They do the two and, taps oh, and Grimes misses both shots. That's my 40 fault. seconds left. 40 That's seconds left to go in the second. We got Portland bringing the ball up, run a little pistol action. You got Jericho Sims guarding out on the perimeter. Dude, he's so good, man. He, he's literally double teaming. Ooh. And there's a foul. Foul called on the play. And again, Portland is getting some free throws. Getting some oh, free throws. Oh, hands. Come on, Hunt. Wait, is he? Wait, are they getting free throws? Yeah, that's definitely, this, that's, he's definitely going up there. He's yep. a little reach. Oh, no. Nope. Nope. They're not on the bonus. Side. Wait. Yeah, I think Richard, Jeff- Richard they, Jefferson yeah, they're, they're the is not controlling the game. Richard Jefferson, you got you got to be you got to you got to take control, man. When there's a call, you take the ball. Oh, there's free throws. Yep, there are free throws. Rob All Clark right, back in the chat. Well, hold on, we got some we got some more we got some more uh, questions and, and comments from Rob Clark. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. He says it's going to be rough for Cam to get minutes if we don't do anything else this uh, this off season. And he also said that they should should shut down Grimes after this game. He's shown enough. Don't want to risk injury. Rob, what about that ring, man? Don't you want that summer league ring? This is the first year, Rob, that they're giving out <laughs> championship rings for summer league playoffs. <laughs> Don't you want the playoffs? Ring? I agree, got, though. If Quentin po- Grimes gets hurt in summer league, that would be... Uh, the literal worst thing that could ever happen. So I kind of agree. I kind of agree with you, Rob. Uh, yeah, I know. You want to save him for like the regular season. It's only summer league. But you know, he's an athlete. He's going to want to play too. It's going to, it's going to be tough to tell somebody, hey, man, you're not going to play. Uh, especially if they go 3-0 and tonight as Deuce just gives the pump, pump take, finds Jericho Sims for the weigh-in and gets fouled on the way up. Are they going to give him the shots? They are going to give nice him the shots. Screen, what a nice screen by Sims. Yeah, they were giving the shots. That was a good find by Deuce, setting him up like that. Drawing, I like how Deuce was able to drive down the lane, draw the defender, draw the two defenders, and then find, and then quickly pass it to Sims to the right hand side. It's a nice little, like, quick swipe pass. It's really nice. The one guy we didn't talk about was Daquan, man. Daquan Jeffries, one of the guys that I was trying to keep an eye on going into the summer league. I know he doesn't have really a spot on this roster. What do you think about Daquan, man? Uh, I do like Daquan. I think he's very intriguing. I, especially after yesterday's game, he shot very efficiently too. Honestly, I I would take him over Keels at this point because I think hundred percent Keels. Him and Keels have been showing. I think Keels is what Jeffries should be, but Jeffries is just doing it right. And what I like about Jeffries is that he's playing within his envelope. He's not doing too much. He's not doing too little. He's taking what the defense gives him. If he's open for a shot, he's going to knock it down. If they're giving him the ability to go drive to the lane or cut, he's going to do that as well. He's playing off-ball very nicely. Defensively, it's been impressive. When he had the two-handed block at the rim yesterday and just slapped the backboard, 
that was just beautiful. That's the type of stuff that you just like to see about guys who are hustling, trying to get into the league. But I do like Jeffries. I do think he should have either one opportunities with the Westchester Knicks. And I think there's either one or two spots left for the Knicks right now. I wouldn't be too opposed to it. I'm not saying they have to do it, but I wouldn't be opposed with the Knicks giving Jeffries like a one-year minimum contract because I do like what he showed. I'd would, I would be, I'm just intrigued to see if you can use that at another level. He'd just be, you know, also so far down in the guard position, especially at shooting guard on the depth chart. Yeah, so right now they're reviewing the last play of the half where McBride gave it to Sims. They want to see if Sims got it off. It looks like Sims is going to the free throw line with 0.6 seconds left. So Nick's down 37, 36, 0.6 seconds. Sims about to shoot some free throws. Hopefully, and he misses the first one. Oh, man. Uh, and the Knicks of last season with free throws coming back this to is, haunt us today. Alex, I would like to say, man, on July 11th, I know it's a little early. I know you already kind of uh, poo-pooed this. I'm a little worried about Jalen Brunson's free throws, man. I'm a little worried about the New York Knicks free throws this year. I honestly am. Burks was one of our best free throw shooters, right? Fournier, number one, who he's getting relegated to the bench. IQ, of course, one of our best. Free throw shooters, we know he's going to be on the bench. Are, are you are you slightly worried? I mean, Sims just missed two here. We could have got the lead at the half. I mean, Grimes missed his as of right Grimes now. Missed Knicks, two. Knicks uh, July 12th? July 12th for... for officially what? July 12th. It's midnight. Oh, yes. It is officially July, <laughs> July 12th. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out to you, Kept Giggles. Uh, but... Am I worried about free throws this season? I mean, I'm just worried about free throws in general because this team just was so bad at it last season. But look, even tonight, Knicks are four for 10 from, from the free throw line. They're six for 22 from three. Uh, Grimes is two for seven. Hunt is two for four. McBride, one for four. And you got Montero, who's one for two. And everyone else has not hit one, except Jericho Sims, who's who has not attempted a three-point shot. So not shocking. But... Knicks are not shooting well tonight. Still wearing this game, though. 37-36. Knicks still have the opportunity to come back. But for free throws, yeah, I'm worried about free throws for this team moving forward. Man, it's not even just Jalen Brunson. I mean, it's everybody else, right? RJ wasn't typically known as a good free throw shooter. He improved his second season. Slightly took a dip, but then got back on track. Julius Randle missed critical free throws last season. It was just, it's tough. And especially when RJ and Julius are the guys going to the line the most. Those are the guys that need to hit their free throws. And they're both around 70% shooters at the free throw line, which is okay, but it's not reassuring, especially when you go around the league and see guys who can shoot 80% and stuff like that. And they're, they're free points, right? And Mitch is by far the biggest culprit who I don't even know what's going on. Actually, that I was going to say, Mitch, Mitch is going to find himself on the free throw line a lot this year. He, he, he loves to be efficient inside the paint, right? He even set the record a couple of years ago. This year with Jalen Brunson setting him up on the pick and rolls, with Obi getting set up, with set up on the pick and rolls, they're also going to have a lot of free throw opportunities. They are. Um, man, I really hope Mitch comes back in here next season. 
hitting free throws pretty well because that's just going to be abysmal, man. <laughs> it's just going to be abysmal. But so, looking at looking at hold on, looking at the last se- this past season when it comes to free throws and seeing where the Knicks ranked. Knicks were 26 in the league when it came to free throws, shooting 74.4 percent. Wow. 26 in the league. 26, just yeah, above, man, so just bad. above, just above <laughs> the Houston Rockets, the Lakers, the Grizzlies, and and the Hornets. So it's not. I mean, if you hear the Grizzlies are down there, right? And you're like, ah, not too bad. I mean, Grizzlies made the playoffs, but for the Knicks, they're not. They're not like the Grizzlies, where you can just the Grizzlies are just a well-rounded team, so you know they can get offense in many different ways. Knicks, it was just a struggling, 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 struggling offense. So 26 in the league. You hope that turns around uh, because they need to at least be like league average, honestly. League average is to keep this team in it. And that's how we lost some of these games, man, was just missing free throws. I I, I know we're going to lose games this year because of free throws. I, want, I already know that's going to happen. So I'm kind of just throwing – I'm just kind of bracing myself – for that, and I wonder if that's eventually going to change rotation minutes. Mm. Like, if you can't hit a free throw at the end of the game, you can't be in at the end of the game. Because we have so many guards, right? I mean, uh, Rob is asking right now, is D-Rose going to be on the roster mm. on opening night? I, I, I think he's for sure going to be on the roster, especially when it comes to cap trade. Uh, Nobody has cap room to trade for him, especially at the moment. Maybe towards the deadline, uh, players like Fournier, Reddish, D. Rose, you know, could be moved, in my opinion. But D. Rose playing at the end of games, let me tell you, man, if Jalen Brunson is getting is is missing free throws at the end of the game, I'm telling you, D. Rose is gonna be in there. I'm telling you, D. Rose is gonna be closing that game. Shout because- out to Kev shout out to Kev Giggle saying D. Rose w- Literally 97% free throws in 25 games last season. Dude, he's unbelievable. 97. Dude, he, I'm I mean, telling you, D-Rose, IQ, could hit free throws. Jalen Brunson cannot. Our $105 million man, allegedly, right? <laughs> we don't know. I guess they're waiting as long as they can to not get free charges. Yeah, 104, <laughs> 105. We'll see what happens. I'm worried about that, man. I'm wor- RJ misses clutch free throws. We just seen Grimes miss two. Miss Robinson obviously misses free throws. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, it's something to keep an eye on for this for this next season. Absolutely, absolutely. But so do you think? I mean, we keep getting back to this, man. I'm okay. actually going to ask this because I heard this around around the Knicks Twitter sphere for for a little bit. Do you think Cam Reddish should have been in summer league, even though he's a fourth year player? No, because he's a fourth year player. It makes him a G League player if he's playing summer league. You know what I mean? It it, it, it kind of ranks him down. It's better for him to just be. It's the almost mysterious. Like, just have the mystery of like what Cam Reddish is. Yeah, he's the backup quarterback. That's what he is right now. He's got the backup quarterback allure. Every team that wants him thinks that if they bring the Kirk in Cousins, Cam Reddish, the Kirk he's going to be the best player. The I Kirk mean, Cousins. You can't, you can't call him Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins had a really good season, right? So you can't call him that. I mean, Cam Cam did have pretty nice playoffs against the the Bucks. <laughs> and Cam, That's a he fact. started off a little strong against uh, this this past season before he got traded. I, th- I think he's the odd man out for sure. It really sucks for him, but I don't think he should be playing in the summer league, man. That's if you're playing in the summer league outside of your sophomore season, you're a G League player. Hmm. 
If you trade a first-round pick last year for a G League player, that's a really tough trade. Yeah, that would be that's that's I, I can get I can get behind that. I can, I understand the thought of saying, hey, Cam, you haven't really got enough reps. Why don't you put him back in there and why don't you just go get your bearings because you need it. This is a big evaluation year. But I think from just a PR and a good just, you know, we need you to maintain this value because God forbid you go out into summer league and you ain't looking good, especially exactly. if you're still hurt. There's nothing to win. If Cam Reddish goes and drops 55 every single game, they're going to say, of course, Cam Reddish dropping 55 on sophomores and, and fresh and rookies and G League guys. If he does it, it's going to be like, oh my God, Cam Reddish is, you know, fall. Yeah, from everyone's going to so have, gonna have a lot of questions. So, exactly. No, nah, I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on oh, that. Oh, Rob Clark calling Cam Geno Smith. That hurts. <laughs> that really hurts. Smith. That really Woo. hurts. Woo. Uh, Yikes. I, to be honest with you, he feels more like Josh Rosen right now or, or, or Arnold. But yeah, I mean, it, 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 nothing give the man, good. Dar- give the man Dar- Diamond Baker. He said, he said Darnold. <laughs> yeah, he's about Darnold, man. Uh, there's nothing really good coming out of the camera. You know what? Can you I know just say Cam one needs? thing? You know what Cam needs? He needs that dog in him, like Zach Wilson. <laughs> Stop! Stop! But yeah, I, I want to say one thing. Uh, since we're since we're here uh, at halftime, last year we're sitting at this exact time, pondering if we made a mistake about Sharif Cooper, right? Because he hit that buzzer beater summer in summer league around now. He's he hasn't done anything since this year. He's also looking kind of tough, right? Sometimes. Teams in their drafting kind of show their colors. I, I just really don't trust Atlanta's drafting skills. Okay. Even the Trey Young thing, they were forced into tra- taking Trey Young and they traded Luca. Like, I don't know if you do that trade again. I know it's fun because you got to go fix, but I'm not trying to look at just even if it's a Trey Young. They've had some really tough draft. I know Don Collins was an okay, it was a better draft pick and a bad contract. Right, resign. Like, if it wasn't for that contract, John Collins would be fantastic draft pick, fantastic player. Everyone would want him, but because it was such a bad deal, nobody wants that on their cap. I feel like Cam Reddish being drafted from Atlanta is starting to give me pause. That's the point I'm trying to make. Interesting. Yeah, I, when I, I go back I go and I look with, at I their draft I'm... picks, they're tough. I don't know, man. I don't know if I go that far. I mean, it's just like any other team. You're going to have some hits and some misses. Like, who are you really out on? Like, I like Kevin Herter. I like DeAndre Hunter. I do like... Uh, Hunter like, was even, good. I mean, even if you have your, your qualms about John Collins, which is more so towards the contract that he has yeah. than the player. I do like John Collins. Trey Young. Trey Young is, is still a good player. I mean... But they tried Luke. I think Cam Reddish... Yeah, I mean... What's, can we just be... I mean, let's be honest about Luka that season. Not saying that Luka... Luca should have been the number one overall pick that season. But you had a lot of talk about, well, should it be, uh, you know, um, should it be, uh, who, who was it? Uh, who, DeAndre Ayton. Should it be DeAndre Ayton going number one? Should it be, uh, should it be Trey Young? You know, all these other players. Should it be, uh, who's the guy with Detroit right now? Everyone everyone was talking about for, for the center. God, wow. This is killing me. Oh, my God. It'll come to my. It'll come to me. There was just so many people that they had ahead of Luca, and it Bagley. was just. Thank you, Bagley. There's just so many people that they had a Luca. Everyone was wrong about it. 
All right. We even had draft experts that said, uh, it should be Luca. Should be somebody else. Yeah. So I think I think that of itself, like so you can't manage come people, from doesn't give you any trepidation. No, it doesn't. Okay. I mean, everyone's gonna have their hits in them. I mean, look, even while Parent had had his misses in the draft, okay. Sure, so sure. it's I, okay. I don't take too much of it. I don't like take if, too if much. OKC okay, drafts you, you're good in my book already. Like OKC okay, drafts you, I, I have a high expectation from you. You know, really? I, it's just, it's just, I'm starting like, to get the opposite feeling. I'm starting to get the you, opposite Poku? feeling. You, you have high expectations for Poku? Shout out to you, Rob Quark. Thank you. Appreciate the kind words. Have a good night. Um, you really, Anybody you really, that OKC drives, I'm, I'm, I'm down. Dude, Dort, Giddy. I like Dort. I like Giddy. I do like Chet. SGA. I, I, they didn't draft him, though. I know, they, but like they... They didn't draft him. I look at Poku and I'm like, that's just the normal like, stuff. You, you swing and you miss because you're like, yeah. ooh, the intangibles. We liked intangibles. Poku too. We liked him. No. I was intrigued by Didamo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, we didn't want him on our been, team, but we, like, we thought he was good. But here, I was intrigued. I thought his brother Chris Cooper. The one thing I knew is, especially <laughs> when, I, when I talked to draft experts, like once I found out in the league that he played in because he was playing over in Greece, I was like, yeah, no. Like he was, he was in the class below the class that Giannis was making. I was like, eh. I mean, sure, he yeah. could he could turn around. He had that nice behind-the-back pass to Chet. I'm still out on Poku um, for, like, what he could be. I think he's just – it's just like – what? Do you, I don't know, man. It's not defined. What he, what he is is not defined. Listen, last year I was really excited for uh, the Knicks-Warriors game, especially because it was Steph Curry breaking the record. This year, I promise you, I'm not even being facetious. I am so excited about the OKC game at Madison Square Garden. That's like one of the games I'm really looking forward to. There's like that one. I want to watch the Clippers. Obviously, if LeBron is playing, I want to check that one. Yep. Uh, to be like, OKC's up there, man. I'm really intrigued to watch OKC. They're, they're really good. Giddy gives us the business. So, like, it's going to be a fun game. Right, the triple double machine, and then and then shout out to our boy Holito screaming, "Who is this? Who is this?" To every single player on OKC, man, yep. those are always fun games for sure. As we just had a pass from Jericho Sims, uh, back out from the paint to Keels for a missed three, and now Portland brings up the ball, takes a shot from three How's point Kiel's range. Jericho that, Sims with the rebound, grinds, pushing the pace, brings up the ball, finds an open. For on Hunt for the easy way in. Knicks take the league forty-one to forty. Portland bringing the ball back up. This is going to be an interesting. This is going to be an interesting game, man. I I think Richard Jefferson. Oh, is Richard Jefferson out? Is he done? Is yeah, he done yeah. He, did, he just yeah. He just had a second quarter. But Thank yo, goodness. That, so now we can get back to actual Knicks basketball. That Sims rebound that create the transition basket. It literally makes me warm inside. You know, <laughs> like I don't, you know, I don't know how else to explain it. You, you you touched on it earlier before before we start to wrap up and get out of here in a bit. Dice Yoshimoto as the coach for Summer League, man. I was gonna call him disciple. Dice K, but he's not Dice K. He's Dice Y. <laughs> his disciple, obviously. He's been with Tiz for most of most of his career, if not all of his career. Um and you just see. The, the teachings from Tibbs out here. You see how everyone's playing that style, that brand of basketball. Yo, McBride, teaching, get right? on the floor, bro. McBride, get on the floor and get that jump ball. I love that. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> no, all I'm saying is like Dice has been coaching this team very well, man. I'm liking how, I'm liking how he's able to uh, – let's go. 
got that jump ball. Um, I just like how he's allowing these guys to experiment, like try out, try out new things, but is still con- controlling their their skill sets within the in their game, right? Like they, like he'll call a timeout back. Whoa, whoa, whoa! All right, we're done experimenting. Let's lock it up. Well, let's get let's get serious now. So, as we got Kiel's bringing up the ball, passes Jericho Sims at the perimeter. Jericho between the legs with the two handed slam as he drives to the hoop. Oh my goodness! <laughs> What is this? So I'm a little behind you. So that's about to happen right now. So I'm excited. Oh, oh, he's just so good, man. He didn't get even. He didn't even get high on that, dude. He's so. I just just tweeted it. I have to. Uh, I have to. Jericho Sims. Jericho Sims coming for Isaiah Hart signs job. Oh, dude. Honestly, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the 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 quote unquote worst contract we sign. I don't know if it's the worst contract. It might be the unnecessary contract. I'm just because, saying because we tried to make that. We tr- listen. Uh, it's, this is a little premature. Okay, I'm, I'm giving a little. This is all premature, premature man. We're we're getting hyped over summer league. <laughs> I'm giving you a, a really really premature take. As Rick all, Brunson is that Rick Brunson in the stand? That was Rick Brunson. In yeah. The stand. All all of our uh, contracts that we try to get like super value on. Right, that all basically every single contract we signed last year, yeah, that's impressive. Uh, just uh, bites uh, us in the ass. <laughs> yeah, it just turns out to be bad. These like value contracts, quote unquote, just turn out are just keywords for cheap, bad contracts. So it, it's premature. It's a premature take. Sh- shout out to I hate Sean. Uh, it's a premature take, but I'm just I'm just uh, kind of keep keeping. Keeping it real here, keeping it real with uh, how I feel because I love Sims, man. I'm be, I, I, it, this would be such a crazy overreaction if it was all based off summer league, but he did really well when he played on the New York Knicks last year, man. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that he's just like wiping the floor with these guys in summer league is just valid. It's just validation. Like McBride going to the hole right now on three guys, just as validation. That, that you know that doesn't make me think, oh my god, McBride has to start. It's like, yeah, McBride's really good. I know. Yeah, yeah. He needs minutes. McBride needs minutes. I'm gonna be really upset if we lose McBride. Minutes. A man. lot of these kids need minutes, man. A lot of these kids need minutes. He really reminds me. He's a better Marcus Smart. He just needs yeah, to get minutes. I, just, I think the. I think something that I just I, I'm just impressed with with how, is how well promoted last year's draft was. They said it was stacked. Is being shown as advertised, like. These kids are playing really well for second-year players, even if they're just role players. The fact that you can get a solid role player like Jerickson with the 58th pick, doing between-the-leg dribble moves and driving it to the rack, summer league making it look easy. That's what you'll have to see, man. Unfortunately, we're seeing pulling up by 349-46 right now. Um, looks like they're about to – they just called a timeout. We got the coaches bring out the clipboards. So I think this is a good place to wrap up, John. I, I think we covered a lot. Uh, we would love to stay on longer, but those J jobs are calling us. <laughs> it's twelve thirty. <laughs> oh man! But thank you all for tuning in for another Nick's episode of the Nick's Jets Etc. podcast. We appreciate everyone that tuned into the chat. We appreciate Richie, aka Nick's Media, Nick Strike Back, Kept Giggles, Rob Clark. 
all of you, thank you so much for tuning in. We truly do appreciate you. And for anyone who listens to this later, you all know what to do. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast. We're on all the listening platforms. All right. We're all, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. This is the abbreviated version. We're doing the abbreviated <laughs> version. It's too late, man. Too late for that. So make sure to just subscribe to all the audio listening platforms. Leave us a rating review wherever you may get your podcast. All right. Uh, we're, we're on the Daily Knicks, the Jet Press. You go find us there as well. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell. Please leave a comment. Hit the like button when you watch this video. We got another podcast, Winnie Picks Weekly. John Video Producer Greg. Our guy, co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport possible and give you their takes on which sport to bet, where to place your bets. So make sure to go check them out. And you can follow us on all social media platforms. Thank you all for tuning in. 